0: Hello, this is Joe Kwan, the Connection Counselor. Today on Executive Presence Morsels, we'll be sampling another bite-sized learning to help you be seen, be heard, and be elevated. Hello, this is Joe Kwan, the Connection Counselor, and welcome back to Executive Presence Morsels. This is going to be a really fun week because I love this topic. It is interviewer week. So this is all about whether uh, when you're interviewing someone or being an interviewer, uh, different things you can do to do that with more leadership, with more executive presence. And a lot of these things I've learned um Throughout my career, giving different uh, interviews or interviewing people, um, however, especially want to point out uh, a podcast which I'm hosting uh, now, a separate podcast for Alpha New Jersey. Alpha is the Association of Latino Professionals for America, and I host a leadership podcast called C-Suite, uh, C's like a pun, you know, S-I like yes, uh, C-Suite, a seat at the table with executive Leaders. It's also on Anchor FM and on various podcast platforms. Uh, type in SI-SUITE if you want to have a listen. Um, really, really amazing opportunity to interview top executives and learn, listen, uh, learn lessons from them. And a lot of the things I'll be sharing are things that have been crystallized or become more apparent to me as I'm interviewing these executives um, because they are higher level people in, in most cases. So to be able to interview them effectively, I felt, has been um, a real confidence booster. Um, and to hear people at that level say, wow, you know, you are a great interviewer. You did a great job. I was comfortable. I really enjoyed this um, sort of lets me know that uh, that these principles are actually helpful and working. Well, So I want to share just a few of them with you. Uh, so the first one I want to share with you seems so obvious, but I think a lot of people, and sometimes I got to be careful of this as well, overlook this because it is so obvious. And that's the principle of engaging with the interviewee, right? So think about this. Uh, let's say you're hosting a podcast and the person shows up and you say, hey, how are you doing? Nice to meet you. And then boom. You go right into the podcast, right? You don't spend any time developing rapport. There's no pre-call. Uh, and it just becomes very transactional, right? They have a list of questions, maybe. Um, you have a list of uh, things you want to go over. And you just kind of muddle through together. But there's no chance for you to really go deep. And if you do, it's more accidental uh, than anything else because you haven't had a chance to develop that rapport. So a couple best practices in terms of giving a great interview is um, to really, the interview starts as soon as the person has agreed to the interview, right? It doesn't start when they get on the Zoom call or the phone call or the, you know, uh, enter the room with you. All that prep to develop the rapport, to get them thinking more deeply and substantively about what it is um, you think they might contribute, that will pay huge dividends Once the record button is pressed and that red light turns on. Now, what if you don't really have time because the person you don't have access to them or they're not being prepared properly by their people? Are you just stuck or are you done once you show up to the interview? Well, the good news is no. There are still things you can do during the interview to engage with them. And that can be just as simple as the way you ask the questions, the way you relax, into it, the, the maybe the small talk you make, maybe a pleasing int- introduction that really makes them think about themselves and what they're about to do in a different way. All of these little things can help you develop a rapport even after you've missed the opportunity to do it earlier. The key the key thing you need to be able to do is understand and intentionally do the things that you're going to need to do to engage with the person. Doing that is half the battle. The other half of the battle is, you know, relaxing and just engaging and, and doing it in a way uh, that is natural and organic so it doesn't feel uh, forced by the person. And if you can do those things, you will end up with um, some surprising interviews Right? Some surprising revelations. And I guarantee you, sometimes the person being interviewed will be shocked. You know, it's, it'll be like an Oprah moment. They'll be like shocked that they shared with you the thing that they did. It'll be the first time um, that they ever shared that with you and it can come from a question it can just come from the general um, you know way or rapport that you have with them you know one question I've started asking um, a little bit more uh, intentionally to try to get people thinking more deeply about their leadership is um, after some warm-up questions on c-suite I ask people um, starting from season three going forward when did you know that you were meant to be more Right. So these are seasoned executives. And at some point they weren't right. They were children just like you and me. When did you know that you were meant to be more? So for some of them, it's like they always knew from like when they were born almost. And for others, there was a pivotal moment later in their career. And it's just so fascinating to um, hear that and all the different diversity of perspectives and experiences, because it really allows us to picture how that might happen for us or to reflect on and compare about how it did happen for us uh in a certain way and to just feel a little bit closer uh, to that person and that experience so what i'd love for you to do today is think about how you engage better with people whether it's an interview or not it could just be a conversation it could be a group meeting uh, that you're leading or participating in what are the ways that you can engage more deeply with that experience Um, so, uh, it benefits everyone, right? Not just you, but people will respond to your deeper engagement with their deeper engagement. It benefits you, it benefits the, uh, meeting and it benefits the purpose of what you're doing, which benefits the overall organization, um, that all of you are supporting. Well, my name is Joe Kwan, the Connection Counselor, and thanks for listening to Executive Presence Morsels. Remember, It's not what you say, do, or wear. It's how you make people feel that generates executive presence. Nothing else matters. If you like, please stay tuned for a preview of tomorrow's episode. Brought to you by our sponsors. You've been preparing for this your entire life. Your blood, sweat, and tears have truly paid off and brought you to this moment. You are highly skilled, highly recommended, and highly motivated. You step into the arena and suddenly... Oh, come on. Not this again. Ever show up someplace you're supposed to be, deserve to be, ready to excel, only to be met by a person who is surprised you're you and not someone else? Most leadership training for underrepresented professionals doesn't address the unique context of being in an environment where your advancement is still considered an anomaly. The Thrive Guide is designed to deliver strategies to address your unique challenges, such as overcoming negative preconceptions, how to get the best opportunities, dealing with disrespectful behavior, and more. By the end of this course, You'll have a guide to thrive, not just in some promise tomorrow, but wherever you choose to be today. Let's get thriving. Hello, this is Joe Kwan, the Connection Counselor, and welcome back to Executive Presence Morsels interview week, one of my favorite topics. Before I get started, uh, just a quick update. I'm so excited. I just ordered a new microphone to sort of upgrade the audio on the show for you and for videos that I make as well in different trainings. Um, just wanted to shout out a thank you to Jeremy Manjorin, who is actually a guest uh, on a collab episode on learning. An executive presence. One of actually one of the most listened to episodes. So check it out if you haven't already. Jeremy, thanks so much for your suggestion. Jeremy is a learning and training wizard. He, um, he was at KPMG. I first got to know him there, and now he's the chief learning officer at the Federal Reserve Bank of New York, where we also have a great ally uh, in Alpha, which is a nonprofit I serve in. Uh, Teresa Torres. She's also uh, at the Federal Reserve Bank of New York as the Chief Diversity, Equity, and Inclusion Officer. So I just wanted to give a shout out to Teresa as well. So with no further ado, let's get started. So today's topic is going to be on listening deeply. And what does that mean? Thanks for listening. Can't wait to be with you again. Join us next time for another tasty Executive Presence morsel.